Oh, that was cute. Well, I'm glad. I don't, do you feel that? I find something because I haven't been on in a while. And like, they're going to, I feel, you know, they're pleased to see you, but they're also make you feel quite guilty. There's a lot of like, yeah. oh, I thought you didn't like me anymore. Oh, are you not talking to me now? And like, yeah. I sometimes get anxious about that. And I'm like, oh, no, yeah. I'm not going to face yeah. them. But, so, yes, you do have, here's, here's a picture of you with some of your neighbors. Oh, it's Pashmina on the right. She's my best friend in the game. Oh. I can't remember the name of the one, the elephant on the left. I feel oh, really no. bad, but he's really into bodybuilding and he's always talking about how he's doing running around. And then that's little Penelope in the background. She wants to be a pop star and oh. she loves pink. Everything is pink and very cute. So there you go. One of the people that you, <laughs> one of the people that you essentially kicked off your island. No, because sometimes, sometimes characters on your island will come to you and say, you know, I've been thinking about moving on. Maybe it's time for me to go and live somewhere else. And you kind of get the choice of saying whether they should go or not. And again, like the emotional trauma I go through over that. Yeah. I'm like, am, am I stopping them? Like, could they be having a better life on some other place? And I've said, no, you need to stay here and be my friend. Um, or, but also I don't want to be harsh <laughs> and like, yeah, I'll go off and leave the island, you bastard, you know, etc. So it's very difficult. But one of the people that had left your island then turned up on my island when I had a vacancy and said, <laughs> oh, I met you on Kingfisher Island. So I've decided to come and move here. I was like, oh, OK, that's quite cool. <laughs> that is brilliant, actually. And that gives you that kind of world consistency. And I, I like that is yeah. one of the things that I like about the game is that when you've been away and you come back the um, weeds have grown the plants have grown um everybody will say things to you like oh we haven't seen you for a week or we wondered where you were yeah. and you know and all of that and and like you know like you're saying it, it they do make you feel guilty but but there is this kind of there is this kind of um constancy to the to the environment that whether you're there or not it it is still there it, yes. it is still existing and it is still living in its background especially if you go away and it was snowing and then you come back and it's spring you know there are all sorts of things like that which I really love about it which is compounded actually by the fact that as I said it's a sort of family game so lots of other people come in and play different aspects so so my daughter will go in and do and do some stuff and then I'll come back and my person will be wearing completely different clothes and they and she'll have reordered everything she gets very cross about I mean, leaving stuff laying around. She says it's <laughs> laying around. I personally think, you know, that I've done some kind of, you know, fancy um, display. <laughs> She's like, you just left the stuff laying around. I'm like, no, I didn't. Um, and then um, my husband will come in and he will he will go around and like chop down loads of trees and make loads of like daily items and make loads of money for me and be like oh I've done all of that for you and and it's just nice though because you can you kind of yeah it's got this kind of life of of its own that a lot of games don't have you know they just feel like they yeah. just everything just stop when you're not there yeah it feels quite often like they I don't I don't, I don't this is getting weirder now but you know I don't worry about the characters when I'm not there because I know that they've got KK Slider coming in and doing a concert for them occasionally they've got each other to talk yeah, to you know Isabel will still be giving them <laughs> advice and looking after them it's like they'll be getting on fine without me but they miss me when I'm gone so that's kind of nice and it I do I, I love the world that it is I do think it's wonderful I mean we've got uh, where's what you've got a celebration here haven't you so this what this is yeah. tom nook this is the building of your um museum i presume yeah when we the first opening 
<laughs> and it's like I love that it's a, you know you get an opening ceremony for everything, and that you've got these you've got an authority figure ish in Tom Nook. Although again, <laughs> yeah. like if we're getting back into problematic capitalist things, right? Is essentially Tom Nook keeps giving you a bigger mortgage. It's like it's just a constant game of trying to pay off your mortgage. So every he lends you the money to get a bigger house, but you're going to have to pay him back before you can get a bigger house after that. And it's and it keeps getting huge. Like and I'm like I'm trying to pay off I'm trying to pay off a real life mortgage and a game mortgage at the moment. So it's just like ah, this is stressful. But obviously in real life you can't just go and chop down a lot of trees no. and make them into something. And so oh, there are actual money trees. Can you hear me now? Hey, we've switched sides. We'll just pretend that nothing happened there. So slight technical hitch because <laughs> all because all technology hates me today. <laughs> but before my screen went to a blue screen of death, um, we, you were you were about to tell us about the money trees, the magic money trees that we have in Animal Crossing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, uh, one of the main ways that you make money in the game is you go around and you dig up. Um, holes in the ground little cross little sort of cracks in the ground and you can get out um um fossils <laughs> and then you get <laughs> then then you get them assessed and then you can sell them for lots of money um or put them in the museum which it, we have to talk about the museum as well um yes. but before we get onto that so one of the one of the other things that you find on the ground is a glowy dot and um if you dig that up you get a, a bag of gold and if you put some money in the hole you grow a money tree, I which I had no would never have known if you hadn't told me. No, and I, I was, <laughs> and it and it was it was a revelation that, and it's like because I I'm very anti spoiler of any sort, so I'd avoided looking anything up. But that was there is no way I'd have figured that out ever to bury the money in no. the hole. No, so, so yeah, um, and it's and it is a really good source of of cash. Um, and yeah, and then when they grow, you get these trees with these money bags hanging on them. <laughs> so so yeah, you do have literal money trees. So I think they are teaching all sorts of bad, bad, <laughs> bad lessons. <laughs> the new new things that you can dig up now is these gyroids. Mm. Are they called gyroids? The little yeah. roboty things. Yeah. And, what have you been doing with your little robot? <laughs> well, I have a couple of rows of them um, on either side. Well, next to my entrance pathway from the um, helicopter pad um, and the aeroplane pad. Um, and um, to welcome anyone who comes to my island. Nobody's come since I started getting them. But anyway, that's what they're there for, to, to welcome. But I'm running out of space now. So actually, I did start putting them inside the house mm. around my radio because I always have music playing in my house. And they join in with the music. And they, oh. they, 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 with some of the, some of the tunes, it's really nice actually what they do. And, and they all make different sounds and they all have different moves. And yeah, so that's what I've been doing. I've been putting them around there. I sort of made a field of them. I've kind wow. of made them a pasture where I've sort of fenced them. I found I had a big empty space well, that I wasn't really doing much with, so I just sort of put a fence around them and have put them all there. But <laughs> now I'm thinking I need to get some speakers out there and have them dancing yeah. around out there yeah. as well. Because they, they do move. They go all in time with the music and, and yeah, it's quite cool. So Blathers then. I want to discuss Blathers and his museum. Uh... The I museum like is one of my favourite places. When I first started mm. playing the game, I just loved it because 
you have well it's in, initially it's made up of of two sections so you have like a um no three sections sorry three. you have yeah. like um uh the um sort of fossils section um and so in, and you slowly build up dinosaurs and things in there and that's just so nice to walk through it's just very calm and just feels like you're in an actual museum they it really does it's a lot gorgeous. of time into it I found like that's one of the things where I will always try and connect up my switch to the big TV because mm. it's just gorgeous to walk around in it. Mm. And like I particularly love the um, well, actually I particularly I, I was going to say I particularly love the aquarium side of it. I like the aquarium, and I do really like that. But I also really love the dinosaurs, the the, um, the the fossils, and all that as well. And I think that's again because of the fact that I really enjoy that in real life as well <laughs> but it's just it's beautiful i'll try and find us a picture so we can have a, a, a little bit of a um illustrative things but i don't think it captures the majesty all the pictures that i've just seen online it's like no it just looks much better in real life you've got to go and see <laughs> yeah. it you've got to go and get there and stuff and it does encourage you to keep up with the collecting and the sort of because my i mean one of my biggest problems with the game is i am really bad at fishing like really bad at fishing. I can I can catch things occasionally, but if I didn't have to catch things and if I wasn't trying to improve the museum, I can't guarantee that I would continue to fish. So <laughs> it's just, I just it, I know there's feedback visually, haptically, and audio of when you should pull it in, but yeah. I, can't, I can't get it right. I get really stressed it. about it, and I'm like, I'm not going to press it the right time. But actually, it is really obvious when you need to do it, and once you realise it, you're like, oh. <laughs> but I can't. I, you can't do it without. I can't. I can't do it if I haven't got the sound. I have to have the sound. Yeah. To, to know when to do it. So here's a picture of the museum from the internet. Oh, it's not as good, but, as, no. but you know, a little bit of that. Um, and then later on, you get the addition of the art section. Yeah, buying art from a dodgy art dealer, Fox. <laughs> Who calls you cousin? That all little time. <laughs> really random. So random. No, no, so strange. But he now has one of the permanent stalls in the new extended version on Harv's Island. So how are you getting on with all the stalls on Harv's Island? I think we've got two two more left to do. Um, I think when we talked about it the other day, I said that we keep getting sidetracked by the hairdresser. Because <laughs> every time we go over there to get a new stall or do something, we just go and get our hair done. And she does really good haircuts as well. Like, I keep really being good. really pleased with the results. <laughs> like, oh, amazing. Yeah. My favourite one is the um, fortune teller. I quite like that one because it's it's just very silly and, and I like the way that, that it sort mm. of changes the screen and everything. So I'm not really very clear on how it impacts on, on the game. But, yeah, I think it's interesting. I mean, I think my biggest gripe with Animal Crossing mm. is that you can't interact more with the items. They have some amazing objects that you can make and you can buy um, or you can shoot out of the air. <laughs> From little balloons you know and all sorts of random stuff like that but they do have these amazing things and yet you can hardly actually interact with with anything there's mm. and i think that that's you can sit on seats and that's about it so you can't you know and it's such a shame because 
I would really like to be able to do that. And actually, sometimes at various events, you'll see the um, the other animals on your island will have like do stuff, and they yeah. can do more than you can do, and that's frustrating. So, because I mean, there is more interaction than is sometimes like when you came to visit my island and you went up to my water well and made it do so. I was like, I didn't know it could do that. <laughs> I have never had those. I've been looking for them ever since. I think they're great. Yeah. So some things you can interact with and you just don't realise. And there is very little like tutorial aspect to it or like quick tips. Like normally on a game when you know when it's loading, it's like and it's not like there's not a loading screen, right? You know, I spend a lot of time looking at a black screen with that little pine um, palm tree in the bottom corner. And I just feel like a few little quick tips there wouldn't do any harm you know sort of did you know if blah blah I blah. think they've added them in actually since the last update <laughs> yeah I'm so uh, out of date <laughs> well I don't know because you can set them off but they they were on for me so yeah yeah but I think that's that because Ooh. that was really valid feedback and I yeah. mean it's like you were saying about the sea when I first started playing they didn't have anything was you couldn't do anything with the sea mm. that was a that was an um an update that came in the middle of um the summer in 2020 so well that's i mean that's always promising though is when they look like they're still developing and mm. the fact that they're going to continue developing obviously they introduced the dlc last year which i did buy and i then said to you i don't think it's worth buying until you want something more to play so i presume you still not no, i haven't it, got it yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it is i mean it's what's nice about it is it's basically you get to design homes for other people who mm. give you um a a brief you know they say i want somewhere to go and read i want somewhere to go and be sporty and stuff and it gives you access to a whole load of stuff and think about how you're designing but it also is, it gives you more of this it's like would you like to go to work now because it's literally giving you a job and it's like oh my god i've now got a job and a mortgage and i've got to do my volunteering on the island to keep it up to date and i've got to keep up with my social life it's like god it's just life simulators it's like the sims it is well i mean you know I, i've said this before like a lot of the games that i play my partner refers to as job simulators because mm. he's like you know you basically he's like you might as well just have a job doing that why are you spending your time why do you think that's a game and there is something really satisfying though to a odd an ordered controlled world yeah. where unlike this real world you can achieve the goals you can <laughs> <laughs> you can make money you can actually do things without everything failing on you um yeah it's kind of, it's kind of it is i think that's one of the things that does appeal about these little sort of world simulators is, is that yes it's simulating real life but in a really lovely controlled cute fun fashion yeah yeah no i think i think that's absolutely true and i think and and i i think it is a bit of an antidote to the hecticness of reality you know because you can only do a certain amount uh, during each day and you yes you know you you do get this mortgage but you don't have to pay it back within any kind of restrictive time you just can't do the next thing until you have paid it back and it's the same with you know when you buy other stuff um in the island like bridges and what mm, have yeah. you yeah you know, you have to wait until you've paid for them before you get them. So, you know, 
there's but but not having them there isn't a massive inconvenience you just you just potter around and so you can do you choose to to do it at your rate and it does force you to sort of car- slow down and calm down so I think again that's... i didn't realize that you could pull vote over things for ages so i thought i could only access one third of my island when i first started there <laughs> <laughs> some people like me are stupid and need more help right <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say about that kind um, okay, so factoring in the time that we cut out, I think we probably have got nearly that. So, so I, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you one last question, and I'll have to answer it as well. Okay, which is, what is your favourite thing about Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing New Horizons on the t- New Horizons oh. on the Nintendo Switch. That is, I just thought I'd clarify and buy you some time <laughs> to think. <laughs> I think my favourite thing is the. Um... Is the events that they that they have the seasonal events and particularly the New Year's Eve party, which I have now attended two years in a row, which I think is like maybe a bit embarrassing because I've actually been there. Like, you know, oh, I've got to go on Animal Crossing, <laughs> and I was there, and it was so funny this year because. Um, oh is this embarrassing? Is this why you don't want to tell us? <laughs> My daughter um, didn't want to stay up, so she'd gone to bed. Um, and um, so it was just me and my husband at New Year, um, as the New Year yeah. uh, dongs went. And so we were on Animal Crossing, and we were like, hooray, we did all that. And then, <laughs> and then we were basically just dancing around in our in our lounge, just like all the animals on Animal Crossing, because they were all oh. dancing. And it was so funny. I was like, oh, my gosh, we really have reached, I don't know, new highs or lows. <laughs> I think it's incredibly <laughs> sweet. I think proper hashtag relationship goals there. That's I think it's lovely. Oh, thank you. You're very kind. <laughs> I know. Um, I, I don't know. I, I was thinking like because my I was thinking more as well like who's my favourite person in Animal Crossing. Mm. What I think is very interesting. I when initially, if you haven't played the game, Tom Nook talk takes you through every stage. And then suddenly one day, Tom Nook's not doing the daily announcements anymore. Isabel turns up. And I really freaked out at that point. I was like, who's this Isabel character? Yeah. I now love Isabel. Isabel is now my favourite thing. And especially when I haven't been on for a while, because when you log in, Isabel's the first person you see. And she's like, guess this is what's going on. And even when there's nothing going on, she's like, I'm still going to say something fun to you about TV or my cardigan. (laughs) I really love Isabel now. And I've come round to Isabel. And so I think she's now my favourite bit of Animal Crossing. It's just her welcoming face that makes me feel really excited. And while I didn't have the internet last month, I was playing vast quantities of Mario Kart because <laughs> what else are you going to do? <laughs> it was very good. And um, of course the, uh, the latest Mario Kart on the switch has got an animal crossing one. And every time I'd like, I'd see Isabel go past. I was like, Oh, it's Isabel. <laughs> Genuinely. Aww. I love Isabel. <laughs> Isabel's my favorite person now. So yes, that's what I love about animal crossing. Oh, so, is there anything that I've forgotten to say about Animal Crossing or that you haven't had a chance to say about Animal Crossing? No, I think we have definitely done a deep dive into Animal Crossing today. Sweet. So, <laughs> we have covered it all. And what else? Oh, and so, like, just so that we can do this properly, this has been Gaming the System, the feminist podcast, etc. Please make sure you like, subscribe, 
all that stuff wherever you get your podcast <laughs> do things just do things so more people watch please thank you very much um and uh you know yeah obviously wherever you get your podcasts but you know if you do get your podcasts on spotify then may i suggest you stop giving them money and give your money to tidal instead because tidal don't really do podcasts but spotify support joe rogan and i don't so <laughs> <laughs> I just like I just thought I'd chuck that in there as well for a final political <laughs> message. I have not consulted the rest of the gaming system, gaming the system team on that. So you know, that's just my. Opinion. I endorse Caroline's comments. <laughs> Yay! Cool. All right. Thank you very much. We've been Caroline and Jen. We'll speak to you soon. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Gaming the System. If you want to support us, you can donate to us through our PayPal by sending it to wearegamingthesystem at gmail.com if you want to send us a one-off donation. If you want to donate to us monthly, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamingthesystem. Until next time, bye-bye.